When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome Ow. in to CHGO Bulls Post Game. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave. Bow. Bow. B-A-W-L Sports. Our pal and producer, Joey Spathis. Joey Mustache. The kids call him Joey Stash. Mm. Our guy, Will the Go Golly, will join us from the UC later on in tonight's post game to talk about this home opener. 124, 104, uh-huh. Bulls get punched in the mouth. In the mouth. And start the season 0 and 1. Dave, yeah. uh, we talked a lot in pregame about how good Shea Gilders Alexander is. <laughs> yeah. No lies detected. Zero. 31 points, which was his points per game average last season, mm-hmm. fourth in the NBA, on 12 of 18. Only went to the free throw line five times. Mm-hmm. Just modest for Shea. Yes. Also dished out 10 dimes. Whew. The Thunder as a team shoot, get this, 55% from the field, 49% from three. <laughs> the Bulls, meanwhile, hey, good news. I didn't punch and break any windows in our office. All right. Because they shot more than 33s. They shot 42 of them. That's a record. They only made 12. Oh, that's also sad. Thunder shoot nearly 50% from three. The Bulls shoot 29% from three. Yeah. And the Bulls see this one run away from them. Yeah. Spanning the end of the third quarter into the fourth. Woof. But, I mean, who can complain about hashtag continuity after a night like that? Am I right? <laughs> There's one. Fuck this garbage. There's one. Oh. How are you doing? Please know the hat rag is full. And Joey, ready to be thrown. Joey got me my hat rack. Oh, the hat rack is back, the hat y'all. Hat rack is back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so mad. Oh, <laughs> it was an ass whooping. Oh, I think we we both said they were going to lose this game. Like, I both, did predict an L yeah, tonight. We we both thought I didn't this do was it coming. in pregame because no, that would have been uh, no, no, right? Exactly. We're going to do it there. Mean. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we we both kind of felt that this loss was coming. The Thunder um, are good. Very good. But you don't want to get, like you said, you don't want to get kicked in the teeth like they did. And it happened, like you mentioned, in that second half. The Bulls stayed with them uh, pretty much in that first half. They played pretty well. And even in that second quarter, I I remember telling you, oh, man, the Bulls are playing bad. But, dang, this is still a tie game. Like, it's still right there. Yeah. Like, they still have a chance. They were in it until that field goal drought in the second half of the third quarter. And they came out in the third quarter, went on a quick 7-0 run. When it came out and took the lead and it went back and forth for a little bit. And then the rain, <laughs> the man. storm just came. It was, it was them, an man. onslaught of Shea just making ridiculous yeah. one-on-one buckets. Yeah. And then when he kicked it out to his teammates, mm-hmm. everybody was knocking down their shots. Or, or as his favorite teammate, Carson Wallace out of nowhere, bald Carson, Carson Wentz. Wallace. Surprise MVP for the for the Thunder tonight. <laughs> he balled, man. Quick 11 points for him, but 
he didn't miss a shot. He was three or three from the three point line. Like he was he was pretty instrumental for them in that in that second half. But yeah, like you just saw a better basketball team and imposing their will. You saw them impose their will at the end. Because when those threes started falling and all the threes started falling, and yes, all of them did, it was really like, okay, we're done here. Go home. I mean, damn. That's uh, th- there are probably some Bulls fans out there thinking tonight, like, okay, well, you finally shot more threes, but if you can't make your threes, then it doesn't matter if you shoot them. Uh, I think uh, there was somebody saying that in the comments of our show on Monday or Tuesday. I, I'm I'm still happy that the Bulls took 42 threes tonight. Hopefully, they have nights where they knock down more than 28 percent of them. Yeah. I just thought that there were a lot of disjointed offensive possessions. Mm-hmm. Like, what, yeah, okay, good. You got up a normal number of NBA threes tonight, but there were just so many possessions where, like we saw last season, guys standing around yeah. or or unnecessary, unforced turnovers. Yeah. Or, I'm, yikes. We, yeah. we talked all offseason about how the Bulls could improve this offense from the 24th-ranked offense in the NBA last season. This is not a good start. No. They shot 41.5% from the field. Ooh. This is a team like who hangs their hat on not you know not being a good three point shooting. They team. took twelve more shots than the Thunder and yes, lost by twenty. Yes, they did. Oh, that's God. a hot toss. Toss that hat for me, Matt. Thank you. Yeah, you felt that one too, Joe. I, f- I felt it. I felt that was supposed to be there. But yeah, it was. It was. It was. It got tough in that second half, and that's what it was. They just ran them out the gym in the second half and imposed their will. Like I keep saying, like the three point shooting, the attempts were there, but man, the clang, clang, clang with the trolley. And ding, 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 went the bell. And the bell was saying, stop the damn fight. <laughs> stop the damn match. <laughs> like, it was tough, man. Like, it was tough watching. But it was, it was a real, a real ass whooping for, for the Bulls. And, this, and for me, I just keep pointing out that second half. Like, they went on a, what, three-minute drought. Mm-hmm. And then OKC really just kind of took off after that point. Yeah. Um, and Shea Gilders, man, like, the crossovers and the step backs were just absolutely filthy. But then Giddy got his thing together as well. He started hitting his threes. Yeah. Holmgren starting hitting his threes. Um, Jalen Williams, who, who played well literally from the jump, from the game started, he was, he was doing his thing as well. Like every, everything kind of clicked for them in that second half, and you can tell the difference between a team that is a winning team and in the playoffs and in the West against a team that's still trying to figure out who they are. Yeah, yeah. Um. Let, let's talk about Zach Levine. I, I'm sure a lot of Bulls fans out there have thoughts on Zach He's after nasty, that game Evan. tonight. Nasty. The fact that the Bulls survived the first half with Zach playing as poorly as he did and getting into early foul trouble. Zach had three fouls early in this one. Yeah. Didn't play, I, I believe, the final 10 minutes of the second quarter right. and did, to his credit, go 6-6 six of six at the free throw line in the first half but did not make a field goal until the third quarter. Yeah, The Bulls were able to stay in the game despite that bad start from Zach. But, I mean, that's that's not the start you want from Zach Levine. We were talking about how confident we were in Zach's game. He looked smooth in preseason, smooth, coming into the season bro. healthy. Smooth. Didn't have to deal with offseason rehab like he did last offseason. Yeah. Four of 16 for 16 points. Those four turnovers and the fact that he got into foul trouble kind of took him out of his rhythm. I, I will credit Zach for the fact that he came out in the third quarter and knocked down a couple of shots he and did. quickly turned it around after a terrible first half. But I mean, both his threes came in that quarter. Right. I, I mean, that's just – that's not the start you were looking for from your hopeful all-star this season. No, he started off with two turnovers. Like, that's kind of how he kicked off the game. 
And it was shocking. He was just giving us a little vintage Zach. <laughs> a little throwback. You know what I mean? Let you guys know where it came from, how it all started. Uh, but I was surprised at the amount of minutes he played. I mean, 24 minutes, you know, for Zach Levine, man. He basically had to man. get benched in the second yeah. quarter. Yeah, I understand the foul trouble. It's just still, when I see that, I'm like, wow. That's, <laughs> that's the Jim Cook in already in the comments. I was wrong, Peck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Got to listen to us sometimes. I tried to tell you, Jim. Yeah, I mean, hate to I tell you. I tried to tell you. Hate to tell you. It's even worse. I, the, Jim asked me for my final score prediction when we were crossing paths at the office today. Uh-huh. I said, OKC 117, Bulls 109. Mm-hmm. It was worse than that. Yes, it was. <laughs> but you were within a couple points. I was, I, I was not that close. far off. You wasn't that far. <laughs> you wasn't that far off. You were right there, man. But yeah, every everything. And I would say guys like even uh, that were hitting in, in the preseason, which again is why we don't put a lot of onus on the preseason here. Yeah. Like Even guys like Caruso, who I'm not blaming or anything like that, but – his free three-point shooting was was off as we thought it, you know, kind of would be. Um, and other guys just didn't really have it for them. And again, I, the bench I thought was okay. I don't think they were just completely terrible. I mean, led by Tory Craig, who did his thing. Like Tory Craig was as advertised out there today. So I'm sure we'll get deeper into him uh, a little later. But but yeah, man, like all around, it, they took an ass whooping in that second half. They came out flat. And little discombobulated, and you saw those twenty-four second shot clock violations start happening. You saw them. I, I'm still trying to figure out. Maybe Will knows it more, but that play when Kobe White passed it to Vuj, and then I just saw him put his hands up, like, "What the hell are we doing?" Kind of thing. And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, that ain't good. <laughs> you know, that's not what's supposed to happen here." So. Yeah, it was confusing, man. And, and like, I don't know if it was, you know, opening night jitters or what. Like, mm-hmm. the Bulls, I, I saw Zach force a couple of shots tonight. Mm-hmm. I thought, by and large, the 42 threes that they took, yeah. none of them were all that forced. Yeah. Like, they were open looks. Yeah. We saw Torrey Craig hit the side of a backboard. He did. On a wide open three, he had all day to shoot. An air ball by Patrick Williams. Yep. From the three-point line. Like, it was tough, man. The shooting was tough. And they had... Like open looks, like you said, they have plenty of open looks. It looked better in the first half, the misses, which is wild. They looked better to me in the first half than they did in that second. That second, it just felt like they they were like, okay, we don't know what to do anymore. We did everything we're supposed to do. Like, we're done, right? At the half, that's the end of the game. No, you you got a whole other half to play, and they couldn't figure it out. They couldn't. It couldn't click for them. Everybody kind of went into their whole kind of individual kind of thing. Yeah, and and that will definitely throw you off, Vooch. Again, what what I don't like what carried over with Vooch that I saw a lot in the preseason was him not getting the ball inside when he has a little person on him. They did that a few times in the preseason. They did it again tonight. And we uh, hopefully will hear more about that from Will the Goat when he joins us later on tonight's post. It seemed like Vooch and Billy had a yeah. little bit of a, a fight a at some point down. in this game <laughs> when in the third quarter when things were starting to get a little haywire for yeah. the Bulls, Vooch didn't see the ball, yeah, and you know, uh, based on what we could tell, that's why he was upset. Yeah, we'll see if if Will can shed some more light on that. If Vooch and or Billy spoke to that after the game tonight, but he was off all game. It's like the other thing that we talked about in the offseason, as far as the Bulls changing their offense schematically. It, in addition to, can you create better threes? Is Vooch going to get more involved in this yeah. in this offense? Mm-hmm. You sign him to a new three year deal to run it back with this big three. And can you get Vooch more involved? As a facilitator and as a scorer, Vooch took eight shots tonight. Yeah, yeah, not good. 
I, I felt he was kind of. He, he did have four assists. He had so, nice. He had nice moments. Yeah, he did that dunk that when he dunked on Holmgren was a nice oh, moment. Was fantastic. Um, he had really nice. I thought he had some couple of solid moments, but overall, I thought he again it kind of reared his head because I talked about it in the preseason. Like he just fell off. Like he didn't felt like yo man, I don't know where I need to be or where y'all want me to be. And when I get to where I need to be, y'all not giving me the ball. Like when I get you know little tiny people like Joey on me, you supposed to give me the basketball. And he didn't give him the ball, dog. Damn. Like, he's supposed to feed the big fella when it goes like that. And they weren't finding him. It's like they would see it and just go somewhere else with it. Well, for a big fella, that's frustrating because I'm doing all this work. Y'all got me in here doing all the dirty work, grabbing the rebounds, making the block shots, starting the break, doing all those things. But then when I get this opportunity to score, you're not getting me the basketball. Mm -hmm. That's frustrating. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially to a dude who can score the basketball. So it's it's completely frustrating, man. Uh, Bruce Leroy in the comments saying, how could we still not know how to throw a post-entry pass in the NBA? Mm. Uh, and look, we did see a couple of glimpses of the Kobe Vooch two-man game that's been developing over yeah. the last year or so. Yeah. There was a really great little, you know, pick and roll one where Vooch just missed a running bunny in the lane yes, on a great yes. feed from Kobe. Uh, it's oh my goodness! I love how it's game one of eighty-two, and we've already arrived at Bulls fans think differently. In the comments, <laughs> Tom saying Vooch didn't even want to bang with Chris Boucher. He needs to chill. He's not the answer to the Bulls' problems. Immediate next comment, Brian, Vooch is carrying this shitty team. <laughs> we love y'all, man. Y'all are the best. <laughs> Never change, Bulls Nation. Never change. We love y'all. Oh, my goodness. Y'all are amazing. But, yeah, man, I, I really feel like they got to start getting him into a rhythm. They got to feed him the basketball, man, when he's got these people on him. Make, and he's got position. I don't even care if he's got the man that he's guarding on him. When he gets position like that, yeah. you got to get him the ball and allow him to work. When he's got a guy like Hongren on, you saw what happened when they gave him the ball with Hongren. He's too damn small. He bullied the hell out of him. Bullied the hell out of him. See, he's too skinny yeah. to, to go up against him, man. Like, you have to take advantage of that kind of shit. Like, you got to feed him in that way. And I'm not saying it has to be every single time, but those are easy points and, and better, uh, higher percentage opportunities that you can get for a dude who's good at it. I'm just, who I don't know if it's going to go in. I don't know any of that shit. I'm just saying you have to give him the opportunity to do those things, man, especially when Zach is struggling. When you're, when you're, if you're telling me it's a three, right? Mm -hmm. If you're telling me it's a big three team, when one of them isn't struggling, you're supposed to give it to the other guy then and let him ball out and do his thing. Mm -hmm. Well, Zach was struggling, all right? So what you're supposed to do is get it to Vooch. It wasn't happening. That's why he was, when he took that first three, I immediately said, he just took that just to take that. When you start, when as you always point out, when he's a, a foot behind that line, you know it's about to miss. If Vucci's toes are on the three point line, oh, it's cash money. Good, good chance it's going in. But you knew it. But when he shot it, I'm like, he just shot that to shoot that because they're not giving him the basketball. He just really just put that up. So this is what again why I wanted to see him more with the second unit where he can get an opportunity to get that basketball and do those things like that. But. Yeah, man. They got to find a way to give him the and ball. Damon, I don't know if you're talking about people in the comments or us. We're not talking about Vooch like he's Joel Embiid. That's no, that's not what I'm saying. We're saying that Vooch, took, we're saying that Vooch took eight <laughs> shots hearing, tonight. Bro? Come on. Eight shots and, and yes, he, for 31 minutes? He didn't hit either of his three-point attempts tonight because Please. he was a step behind the three-point line for each of them, as Dave was saying. But he was 5'8". So... Other than his two three-point misses, mm -hmm. Vooch was five of six mm. when he got to shoot the ball tonight. Yeah. Come on, man. We're not saying <laughs> give him 30 shots a night. Right. 
But he's got to get more than We're six. We're saying find some balance, <laughs> especially on a night when Kobe and Zach combined to go 8 of 30. Correct. Correct. 8 of 30 from your starting backcourt. Correct. And we're saying, hey, can we get Vooch more than eight shots maybe? Yeah. Yes, we're comparing Vooch to Joel Embiid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love you Bulls fans, but Jesus Christ. Love you to death, man. Uh, let's, <laughs> on that note, take our first break, and then we'll come back and continue breaking down tonight's 20-point loss to OKC. I do want to talk a bit more about Pat uh, and the game he had sure, tonight. Sure. While we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, you know what to do, Bulls Nation. Hit Give it to us. Thumbs. Give it to us. In the upwards direction. Do it for Joseph. Hit the subscribe button if you aren't subscribed already. 40K and growing Come on, on the CHGO Sports and YouTube growing. channel. Uh, Big Dave. Yes. Tell the fine people out there in Bulls Nation about Soul Savvy. Joey Spathis. Can I kick it? Yes, you yeah. can. <laughs> Ooh, he stepped on you, Joe. Don't like that, do you? Yes, you <laughs> ah, maybe you can. Yes! It was the only place to get the kicks that you want and need. Go to Soul Savvy. Don't miss out on the biggest sneaker drops. Download the Soul Savvy Drops app. The Drops app makes it easy to keep up with all the latest news, releases, raffles, and sales in the sneaker world. It is your one-stop shop for everything sneakers. Everything? Everything. They got the drop alerts Instant notification, you'll never miss a release again. You'll get instantly notified whenever your size is available to buy. Do you hear what I said? I said your size of the shoe. Not the shoe, the size of the shoe that you need. Not we, a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. <laughs> about practice. Guys like us need to know these things. We wear 14s over here. We need to know about the size. I don't care about the shoe. Tell me I can fit it. And then Soul Savvy is going to do that for you. The free raffle management, they keep track of all the raffles that happen in sneakers with that raffle tracker. And, of course, that release calendar. The accurate, again, and I like saying it twice, accurate release calendar will keep you updated on releases that are up. Coming. So whether you're a casual shoe buyer or you're all out sneaker head, Soul Savvy has something for you and they got it with three different levels, y'all. You got the basic version, which is the free one, but then you got the mobile plus, but then you got the big ball of shot caller, the one you need in your life, the premium. Oh, and here, here goes the drop alert just because we like y'all. This Saturday, October 28th. The Air Jordan 12 Cherry drops on Saturday. And the drops by Soul Savvy app will notify you when it is dropping. Download the app. Never miss a release. So sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the links in the description below or by visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash C-H-G-O or head over to the app store and download the drops by Soul Savvy app because Matt Peck. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. So Chico. savvy. Oh, did they, oh, that's a home run right there. It was. That was a good one right there. <sighs> you just threw another one, Joe. Don't lose track of that hot counter. Just letting them know. Got, I got soul savvy up we, in we, front of it. We're so not controlling this. We're holding on. Try to go. Uh, <laughs> hold on. There you go. There's four. All right. I'm bracing myself. <laughs> what am I holding on for? Uh, Big Dave. Yes, sir. Our next sponsor for tonight's show mm -hmm. is one that I could not be more thrilled about. I like how you talk about it. It's like you're saying, let me slow it down right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And y'all out there in Bulls Nation need to know that our guy Big Dave here was integral mm -hmm. into bringing this company on board into the CHGO team. All y'all out there 
80s kids, 90s kids. When you think flooring, what do you think? If I say the numbers 588 to you, Big Dave, mm-hmm. what's the next thing that comes in your brain? Two, three hundred. Mm-hmm. Empire. That's Ooh. right. <laughs> Empire today has joined us at CHG. Yeah. Oh. The best jingle in the history of television. Yes has joined the CHGO family. These are facts. With Empire Today, you get the convenience of shopping at home, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. Mm. Empire is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, they have copycats uh, among their competitors, but those copycats cannot beat Empire on Uh -uh. quality, on service, or on speed. Uh-uh. So all they can do is advertise low-quality products that it. Empire doesn't even bother carrying. Mm-mm. Don't mess with that. Empire won't promise the lowest prices because anyone who does that is putting flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in their own home. Facts. So why bother? Why? Empire today keeps shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. Their mm-hmm. philosophy is help you find what you need, mm-hmm. not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes, mm-hmm. most of which you don't even want because they're junk. junk. What Empire leaves out of their selection is just as important as what they put in. Empire's product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples each year mm-hmm. to find the perfect styles that you can choose from to put in your home. Yes. They also, on their website, have this awesome thing that they call their virtual floor designer. Ooh. It's like an app for your phone, basically, that's okay. just on their website. Okay. You can see how these different kinds of new floors will look in the space of your home. It's easy. Just snap a picture and instantly see how those different types of new floors look in your rooms. Mm. Shopping for floors at a big box store can be frustrating. You might talk to somebody who was working in plumbing yesterday, and now they're working in flooring. Flooring is only thing that Empire Today does. Only is. They live and breathe flooring like <gasps> we live and breathe Bulls basketball. Back. So you can be confident that you are getting Honest, upfront advice. Love it. They pride themselves on their convenient shop at home service. They help customers shop for floors where they use their floors so they can see exactly what the new floors will look like mm-hmm. in their homes, lighting and decor, so they can make an informed decision. There are, uh, uh, if there's an issue mm-hmm. that does arise, just call Empire. They mm. service all warranties themselves. You won't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number. Empire will take care of it. Here's what you do. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All of our listeners can receive a $350 off discount. It's a lot. When they use the promo code CHGO you see it. at their website. Look at it. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. Because Big Dave, 588 Impact today. God, I want come that. on, come on. Empire. And then the guy with I got, the mustache. I got childhood nostalgia goosebumps. Then my man with the glasses and the mustache and yep. everything. May he rest the in peace. The most trustworthy, yes, one of the most trustworthy people you've ever seen on television. With like him, I uh, he he was like I had a pretty pretty cool granddad when I was a kid. Shout out, shout out. Uh, the Empire Man, I felt, was like my second granddad. Oh, that's awesome, man. When I was watching on TV, one of my granddads passed away before I was even born. Mm-hmm. But like he was like my extra grandpa. 
Wow. Whenever I would watch the Empire commercial, I was like, he just seems so nice and cuddly. That's all he wanted to do. And he puts great flooring in your home at very reasonable prices. Yes, he does, man. Yeah, he was awesome. Just amazingly awesome. Had a great voice, too. Oh. Everything worked. All right? Everything worked. Uh, all right. Uh, let's talk Patrick Williams. Let's I see it. our guy P. Will, supporter, in Careful. the comments. Careful. Arguing. Careful, very Careful. Careful. God, everybody's charged up right now about that. <laughs> has, has there been some Patrick Williams discourse in the comments, Joe? Yes. Apparently, there's a lot of people that don't know ball. Ooh. I don't want to throw out any accusations. But oh, no, I saw that comment. Yeah. Apparently, supporters said a too. bunch of y'all don't know ball, so let me tell you what's going on. I'm he, not he sure anymore me. who knows ball and who doesn't, but I know that we maybe none of us do. And, uh, and okay a lot of that. it is due with Patrick Williams, and we know nothing. I'm, all I'm of us. Okay with uh, Channel anything. 4 News in the comments said, anyone who thinks Pat played well is high as a kite. Okay, Whoa. I will push back on that yeah, a little let's bit. Let's get some balance here. Like, <laughs> yes, Pat was 0 of 4 from 3 tonight, yeah. but as I said in their preseason finale, I don't care that Pat went 0 of 7 tonight. I love that he shot 7 threes tonight. And he impacted the game in other ways, mm -hmm. which is what Billy has asked of him, which is what we've asked of him. Yeah. If your shot's not falling, Pat, find other ways to impact the game. Correct. We saw Patrick Williams diving on the ball, uh, diving on the floor for loose balls he did on defense tonight. Yes, he did. He came up with a couple of steals tonight. He did. And uh, although his outside shot wasn't falling, he scored, what, I think eight points tonight? Eight points. So yes, inside the arc, he was four of six mm -hmm. for eight points. The first bucket of the game for the Bulls was a filthy Pat step back mid range, yeah. little fadeaway. Yeah, it was gorgeous. His other buckets was him just attacking the basket. Yeah, finding little pockets to get mid range shots up, to True get indeed. floaters up. True indeed. I, I did not think Pat had an awful game tonight. Yes, he went over four from downtown. Yeah, most everything else I saw from Pat, his quality defense and other ways where he impacted the game. He had a great offensive rebound. That ended up being a kickout pass and then a swing yeah. to that Zach catch and shoot corner three. Yeah, when the true. Bulls were still in this game earlier in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. That's Pat doing impactful things. Yes, I, I, I'm not saying he had a great game. Right, exactly. I'm saying he didn't have a terrible game. And that's where we're talking about the middle ground of it right here. Because yes, he did do and and the points that he had, Matt, were a lot off of him. Like he was creating his own shot. Like he, like you said, that filthy, that was mean. <laughs> that first bucket he had, damn. But then he had a couple more just like that because he would come down and create it himself, and then go up and then score. So those things were nice. What you didn't like was the fact it, the old things kept reappearing as far as the disappearance. Mm -hmm. I forgot he was on the court a couple times. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh snap, Pat is out there. Oh shit! Like it was a few times. The three point shooting misses. I'm not mad at you know, but I want one to go in because he's a forty percent shooter. You know what I mean? It's what he does. So the air ball just was not a good look for me. You know, I expect that from a Caruso. I'll take a Caruso air ball. But one from Pat, I'm like, nah, I don't like it. And then when he shot the air ball, they got the ball back. And he put it up again, and it just rimmed out. So just didn't have it like that. Do you want to chalk up some of it to him having the guard shake Hildris Alexander? Okay. But this is the NBA. If you the 3 and D dude. That's part of it, right? <laughs> like part of it is guarding the best player on the team and still helping your team on the other end. The also other part that we don't like here, the rebounding. Mm -hmm. One rebound, bro. One. And and he I saw him crash what, the boards. Three total. <laughs> I saw him I saw him crash the boards early in the first quarter. And I didn't really see it again for the rest of the game. I had an issue with that. I don't like that. I will not understand I 
I can argue to death about the scoring, about, you know, guys, he, he's trying to uh, defer to other players. That You can do all that. Going and getting the basketball, that's something you control, man. That's effort. You know what I mean? And if I don't ever – and I'm not questioning his effort, but I'm saying right now, like, that's a thing, bro. Like, that, that should not be mm-hmm. a continued thing in year four of your NBA career of, yeah. bro, you the hugest dude on the floor and you can't go get the rebound. Yeah. Torrey Craig got seven rebounds, bro. Seven rebounds is what Torrey Craig walked yeah. out of there with. In, in eight fewer minutes than Pat. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, it can't be that way. Like, to, he has to attack the board. Uh, to, to the point you just said, uh, Majin Bull, Majin Bull, 17 in the comments, said he tried hard isn't valid when it's year four mm-hmm. and we're supposed to be a win-now team. Uh, Joshua Simmons following up, year four. Okay, well, <laughs> the Bulls being supposedly being a win-now team is not on Patrick Williams' shoulders alone. Let's get that just clear right it's also, now. That's also not true. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, come on, Joe. Come on. Depending on who you win ask, now. I mean, they can they could say they are. I mean, depending on who you ask, the Bulls are supposed to be a win now team. Win what now? But go on. Sorry. Uh, continuity. <laughs> uh, but and then Sherman in the comments agreeing with what you were just saying, Dave. Where like Pat scored four of his points early and then finished with eight in the whole game. He makes an impact on the game and then disappears yeah. uh, for for stretches. Um. Like, I just want to feel him the entire game. You know what I'm saying? Like, Torrey Craig, I feel him. And, again, that's why I like Torrey Craig coming off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel Torrey Craig when he's in there, bro. Like, I feel it. I know he's on the floor. Even if he's not scoring or doing so, I know he's there. Like, he makes an appearance. With Pat, I, I don't feel it the same way yet uh, for him. It's like he does it and he's aggressive in spurts, you know? And I don't need it in spurts. I need it the in, entire game because – Things hinge on you. And I'm not saying the 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 entire, like you just said, putting everything on Patrick's shoulders like this, mm-hmm. it's all on him. Not, that's not what I mean. I just know the Bulls are a better basketball team when he's playing well. When, when he's playing well and doing his thing, they're a better basketball team, bro, because they don't have anything like you on their team outside of you. There's nothing like you, dog. It really ain't. You're, you, you're built to be that special kind of player. You have to live up to it in some kind of way. And I'm not saying the expectations of everyone that put on you, but your expectations cannot be eight points and one rebound. That can't be the expectations for you, especially if you're trying to get this money. Yeah. It just can't. Uh, Trafalgar Law in the comments. Good effort. Uh, I did my best. I like it. That's what it sounds like. Hey, right on. They can't win versus a rebuilding team. SMH shit is sad. I mean, if you were tuning into pregame. Rebuilding like, team? What were, we, what were we talking about? Um, you know what the Bulls record was last season, right? Because it was 40 and 42. Yeah. You know what the Thunders record was last season? Because it was 40 and 42. <laughs> These teams were equivalently successful slash failure yeah. last season. Yeah. The, the problem that I think most Bulls fans are feeling tonight after watching our team lose to the Thunder by 20 uh-huh. on our home floor is that, yes, these teams both were 40 and 42 last season, mm-hmm. but the trajectory and the context of these teams yeah. is vastly different. Yes, correct. That's where I don't necessarily, you know, like I, I see Trafalgar's point <laughs> in that, uh, whatever. Don't make your YouTube username that hard to pronounce, okay? Or I'm going to make fun of it a I little bit. I love how you may say this is your also, fault. It's a, also, it's a combination of capitalized and lowercase letters. 
What are we doing this. here? Oh, man. What are we doing that here? That is the best, though. <laughs> but the, the, the whole, like, rebuilding team notion, okay, OKC oh, is an organization that sold off their vets <laughs> when they couldn't get it done. You know, like, yes. m- remember when it was, like, the PG-13 and Mello and yes. CP3? Yes. That failed. Okay, so they blew it up. Yeah. They stockpiled a bunch of draft picks. They got themselves a young SGA in a trade mm-hmm. and have started adding great draft pieces around him. Tons of picks. They are going like this right now they are the bulls are a team of veterans that they're paying just shy of the luxury tax for and flatlining uh, treading water barely (laughs) that's why it's frustrating yes correct because you played a team that you had the same record as last season and you got your ass kicked and their team looks like it's headed towards really fun awesome things yeah and we are in hashtag continuity hell yeah, and and again, granted, they they shot the ball lights out. lights out lights out shooting lights from them, out. and probably won't shoot. I can, well, I can guarantee they won't shoot like that all season, or there'll be some NBA records broken at that point in time. But still, in fact, we've watched the Bulls take these kind of ass whoopings, and so that's what it is right now. You're watching that, and you're like, "Damn, we just took another one to start the game at home with that." <laughs> Don't like it. Not a good feeling. And our best player doesn't play like the best player on the team. Like, honestly, DeMar really felt like a two to me tonight. He didn't feel like the one, which is fine. I'm not saying that negatively. Mm -hmm. I'm saying if he's going to feel like that, then the one is supposed to be that guy. And he was getting those calls early, right? He was getting the DeMar calls. He was getting foul calls. I was like, cool, Zach is going to the line. And then the ref said, okay, we're done. (laughs) We're not giving you any – you're not scoring? Okay, we're not going to do any more of this, man. And, again – Got to give your number three the ball if your number one isn't going. I can't stress that shit enough, man. Give him the ball. You are a team. You have to act like a team. Your big three. It's not a big two. It's a three. If one is off, give it to the other one. Let him go to work. See what he can do, man. Because outside of him, what are you going to do? Yeah. Because Kobe, like you said, was off tonight. We just talked mm-hmm. about what Pat did off tonight. What, you going to put everything on Tory Craig right here? Come and on, son. It's interesting that you say that DeMar kind of felt like a second or third option at times mm-hmm. tonight. Because I agree with you. Like It didn't seem like the DeMar show tonight. Right. You know who led the Bulls in field goal attempts tonight? <laughs> I do. Because it was DeMar. DeMar 20, took 20 shots. 20, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach had 16. Kobe had 14. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, man. Yeah. You can't be like that, man. And Vooch, Vooch's field goal attempts should not be eight. You know, like, if if that's the case. Like, if that – I'm going to keep saying it because I need y'all to get this through your heads here, man. Like, it, it can't be like that when it's three. It just can't. He has to get the ball. God, do you know how frustrating that is when you work so hard and then you get this tiny person on you and you're like, ah, yeah. ball, ball. Yeah. And you're like, nah, <laughs> let's swing it. What? I would be frustrated as hell too. I completely get it. Like I would be upset as well, man. You got to feed the big fella the ball when he's working his ass off to get it and he's doing all the dirty work. Feed that man, dog. He hungry. Feed him. Let him eat. Let the big fella eat, man. Damn. <laughs> Jay Skrill 74 in the comments. I say fire the new shooting coach. <laughs> I love how Bulls fans the, hate everybody. The, Bull, the Bulls did shoot 28.5% from three tonight. I don't know if that comment was made seriously or in sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have appreciated it either way, but yeah, even fair. more so if it was sarcasm. Fair point. Um, I mean, it's, it's game one. I think it's a little too early to start calling for people's heads in the, like, we need a scapegoat already sure, department. 
But at the same time, it's game one, and I already feel like shit. So... You know, I just said this is like it, it does. It feels like maybe it's too early to be hitting the panic button, but at the same time, it's like I it's think not this too is some early. of our fears being realized and what we were trying to convince ourselves this team was not going to do in right. game one, and you're losing by twenty it's, to a team that it's not too early because we've watched this for a season and a half since Lonzo went down. Yeah, that it's that it's that. That's bad. why game one. Oh, don't hit the panic button too early. No. Hashtag continuity. They decided to roll this back. And look, I guess you can still say don't overreact to one game. We'll see what they do after they regroup and try again with a Friday-Saturday back-to-back in games Mm -hmm. two and three of the season. But this is about what I expected. The offense looked disjointed. They took more threes but didn't hit them. And... I think uh, our guy Ryan in the comments was saying, like, can we talk about defense for a second? Look, I thought that the Bulls defense, and and that's something we've been wondering about, if the Bulls make these efforts, these truly concerted efforts to switch things up offensively, and they're talking about putting a bigger emphasis on crashing the offensive glass and, you know, more pace, will it negatively affect their top five defense from last season? Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that giving up 124 tonight was a giant red flag of the Bulls' defense is going to be trashed this year. I saw the Thunder make some very difficult contested shots. SGA made difficult contested shots, and the guys around him made threes, open or contested, but they weren't all open. Mm -hmm. Guys were hitting threes with contested shot like blockers in their face. Yeah. So I like I'm I'm not pushing the panic button on the Bulls defense after tonight, but I I'm sitting here saying that's well. I understand. Listen, fifty five percent from the field, forty nine percent from the three point line. Like that's not normal. All right, and that's the reason I can't press that button yet. But again, just like you were saying, Matt, of why you feel this way because of what you've looked at all this time. Again, that's why people feel this way about this and the shooting. And it doesn't matter that they went, they could have went 70% from the three-point line. Yeah. Well, fans would still be feeling this exact same way about the defense and things like that because you sat there and you've looked at it and you're tired of looking at it. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, it's like if you're, if, if you're a kid, right, and you continue to do stuff wrong, you know, and you're getting in trouble, you know what I mean, with your parents, it doesn't matter after the 30th time. If you come home and you tell your mom, well, it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter, dog. It don't matter if it wasn't your fault. It's the 30th damn time. I got to go up to your school and talk to your teachers and take off of work and do shit. Like, it's the 30th time. That's all that matters is the bottom line of it. And so that's what people are kind of looking at is the bottom line. Like, dude, like, we're dealing with this again. This is what we're going through again right here. And, but as I say, 50% from the three-point line is crazy. And just like Big Dave said, We're doing this again. I think it's evident that we are not the only ones who feel like this. And I see this coming up in the chat, but Julia Poe on Twitter. Billy Donovan says when he walked into the Bulls locker room tonight, players are already in heated conversations. Asked if he wanted him to leave to handle conflict. Players said yes, so he did. So the Bulls are basically having players-only meetings right now after the first game of the season. Not the players and I'm not trying to like be but, funny but about they it. They went to Nashville to bond during <laughs> but training camp. But that's the oh. truth. But throw another one on that one, man. Don't be upset if people, you know. <laughs> oh shit! Jesus, I got the light. 
Like, it's not, we're not trying to hit doomsday for yeah. no reason here. Clearly, you know, there's a there's not a great feeling around it right now. Yeah. No, and that's exactly right. It's that feeling, Joey. It's just that feeling, though. Like, we're like, we know what this feels like. Like, it doesn't matter how good OKC was. I know what this feels like. And you don't want to feel this anymore. So, and it's, again, first game, you're right, Fish. First game, all of this stuff. Hey, man. And you're like, if, if that kind of loss makes it feel like game 20. Man. You know what I'm saying? Or game 30 or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You are in the season. So, I only, yeah, that's what it is. I only made a hat throw graphic for today to go up to six. And, <laughs> well, that's uh, your fault. Yeah, well, we, Look, man, well, I was hoping that we would win. been watching over these well, couple I thought, of years, though? I was your like, come fault, on. They're gonna, if they lose, it'll, it'll be close. Like, Come on, six, son. I, six? Come on, son. Six? You're right. That's my I've, fault. I've rookie. been respectfully, numbers. That's calmly numbers. pacing myself all offseason. I feel like in the offseason, I averaged less than one hat throw per show. Yes. Yeah. And you didn't think we were going <laughs> to get a few more tonight? Come that's, on, Joe. That's on you. No, man. Um, that, that should at least be in the 30 or 40. You just over-prepare for a Matt Peck hat throw. Counter. Let's take another quick break to shout out to some more of our sponsors. We'll come back. Uh, we, I know we've got some super chats that we got to get to. Uh, we will do that. And then also hopefully hear from our guy, Will the Go Gottlieb. <laughs> Maybe shed some light on the fact that we just had a players-only meeting. I just, I just want to see him because I want to see this new Joey graphic. After game one of 82. <laughs> <laughs> Today's CHGO Bulls postgame brought to you by Hi. Circus Sportsbook. Woo. Offering tight money line splits tight, and tight, a tight. low hold model. Circus Sportsbook always strive to keep those spreads and lines for whatever the game, whatever the sport, at minus 110. Unlike a lot of other sports book where you'll see the spread on those games be minus 115 or minus 120, mm -hmm. and you might wonder, well, why that is? Why not just the normal standard minus 110? Well, it's because yeah. other sports books are trying to get a bit more coin out of your pocket. Circus Sportsbook will almost always have those lines at minus 110 and will definitely have them at minus 110 way more often than their competitors. Nice. Circa also doesn't limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other sports books who do limit their winning players. They encourage their bettors to download and explore all the sports betting apps that are out there and available right now so you can compare those lines and just see how much better the odds are that you will get at Circus Sportsbook. Plus, they have incomparable customer service. Real people behind the Circus Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike those other sports books who use the useless I hate you chatbots. <laughs> why, why are they a thing? You know what drives me crazy? Oh, good. Making, like, having to prove that I am a human to uh -huh. a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Click all the pictures that have fire hydrants in them. I'm a human, damn it. Yo, I never thought of it like that. That is, that is, that is real right there. Not at Circa. Not at Circa. <laughs> yes. All aspects of their app are being run by the same team that runs their impeccable mm. Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. We've been there. We can vouch. It's dope. The staff, incredible. Incredible. Download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com slash Illinois dash app hey. to sign up today. Did you catch that, Joe? Yeah. Good. <laughs> slash and dash. Slash and dash, it? baby. I Flash didn't see it. Oh, he didn't see it. He didn't see it. Did he throw a hat? No, I didn't. It's, it's a whole You'll thing. You'll have to wait Joe. until next time. Yeah, just got to wait. Also, Did be on the lookout for sports 
for circus events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Mm. You know what? One of my favorite things is sandwiches. Mm. I love them. They're delicious. They're awesome. But eating all that bread, just not a great thing all the time. It's delicious. It's tasty. I love bread. But it will hit you in places you don't want to be hitting it. You'll say, damn, what's this here for? But now. Been on the lips forever on the hips? Oh, come on, man. I've never heard that, but I'm rolling with that. <laughs> what he just said, dog. But now there is something out there for you guys who are trying to take care of yourself a little bit better, and you ladies as well. Hero bread out there for you and you only. Why don't you start using it, man? Because it's delicious. It's tasty. It's awesome. And zero sugar Per slice, the ultra low net carb and five to 10 grams of the protein per serving. Also, fewer calories than the leading national bread. It is 45 calories per slice for that white bread. Wow. That is pretty damn low. Just telling you right now, that is awesome. And it doesn't lose any of the taste. I'm telling you right now, the sandwiches I have made have been quite enjoyable on this bread right here. And I think you all should get down with it. It won't change anything. It's still delicious. Whether you want to eat the toast, whether you want to eat the sandwich, it's still damn awesome. I'm telling you, Ray, you trip. I'm telling you, the bread is on point, bro. I'm telling you the truth out here. So Hero Bread is offering the CHGO fam. Yes, you, Ray, is offering you right now 10% off your first order. Just go to Hero.co and use the code CHGO and save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. Hero Bread to the rescue. You, you know how you said, uh, you know, if you're a guy looking at, or for a lady, you know, you should have said, she'll like it too. Hero oh, Bread. Man, I'm not robbing him. That's Frank Thomas's <laughs> line. Yeah, that's his thing. You can well, you know, steal his tagline. That's not his tagline. It's yes, it is. It's absolutely no his way. No way. Eugenics yeah. has that one trademarked. <laughs> you like it too. Just because it's not trademarked doesn't mean doesn't mean it's not his. It's not his. Yeah. It's like somebody taking your fair enough. That's fair enough. Trademark. Somebody want to use it? It's like someone else saying C red be good. You know what I mean? Man, like I what's going on with that, you. son? <laughs> I will end you. <laughs> Uh, Sherman in the comments with a fair question, Dave, saying, how are we supposed to cut out sugar while being Bulls fans by upping our alcohol dosage? <laughs> Ex- yeah. Goose Island Beer Company. Hello. Chilo. Right here. Chilo. You got a drink. Thank you. Thank you, Goose <laughs> right Island. Here. You it's make awesome. being a Bulls fan easy. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's Game true. one of 82. Yes. Bull don't lie. Low carb bread is actually fire. You feel amazing without all that sugar. I mean, it's what it is. Bull don't lie, and it's in the name. Bull don't lie. He ain't lying to you. You feel great. Come uh, on with it. Come uh, on with it. Brian, drink then keep drinking. I mean, that's my baseline motto for life. But yes, especially in hard times as Bulls fans on a twenty point loss night. Yeah, it it's only even more accurate. Yeah. Uh, Joe, let's knock out some Super Chats while we wait for the GOAT, shall we? Oh, sure thing. We can do what that. got? Oh, my goodness. Look at all these Super Chats. Whoa. Thank y'all, Bulls Nation. What a time to be a Chicago sports fan. Every single team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Stay loyal, my friends. Welcome back. 
back, Matt and Dave. Appreciate you all. Hey, the Bulls, I mean, the Bears are on a one-game winning streak, all right? T-Bay. Also, shout out to the CHGO Sky Crew. Oh, I'm stoked about this guy. Look, they got spoon. awesome hire with Witherspoon, spoon, man. Spoon, bro, dude. Spoon, hey, bro. Alexander, like she said, "Why you need to call me Spoon?" Because I'm coming in to stir, stir things it up. up. Love it. Stir it up. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Alexander says uh, we have 81 more of these. SMH, buckle up. Vanden says, "Hey guys, what is the Bulls' identity going to be this season? Because Hashtag the last continuity. two years they haven't established an identity on the Hashtag court continuity. and off. They have established an identity the last two years. Hashtag continuity, <laughs> painfully <laughs> mediocre. Get on board, Nashville. <laughs> Nashville team bonding. Redoing Players the, only meeting it, after game one. Golf. It's a seventh hat throw, but it says six. Um, Bulls taking over where the White Sox left off. Hashtag Jerry. Hey, man. <laughs> That's from Schwo. Man, yo, man. Yo, man. You threw bad with that one because he was ready to go somewhere. <laughs> he was ready to go somewhere. <laughs> AK says, shot profile oh of taking 43 pointers and making some is not magic, but you need players who can oh make them. God. Was pulling my hair out with Billy not getting the ball to Vooch when the Thunder had no one that can guard him. Yep, (laughs) definitely frustrating. Okay, so shout-out to AK for that super chat. And that's kind of the argument that we've heard our buddy Mark K make throughout the offseason when we talk about changing the shot profile. You want to see more threes. And I did see Mark fighting uh, with his new nemesis, Brandon, in the comments earlier in tonight's postgame. Because Brandon was like, oh, see, they shot a bunch of threes and it didn't work. That's how Brandon sounds. Yeah, that's how he sounds in my head. All right, gotcha. Um, But, like... The assembly of the pieces of the roster mm-hmm. is what might make this hard. Yeah. You want the Bulls to have a modern NBA offense where you shoot a normal number of threes. So you're not starting every game losing that math equation. But did they piece together the fact that this is not a very skilled three point shooting team? Yeah. Did they address that? They kind of addressed it with Javon and Torrey. Yeah. Yeah. Who, you know, I, I can't remember if Javon did. I know Tori knocked down some threes tonight. He, he had that did. hilarious miss off the backboard, but that was the only one he missed. He went three yeah. of four. Javon hit one. For Javon sure. was one of four. Yeah. But is that enough to change the entire team's shot profile? Mark was worried and said no mm-hmm. this offseason. It looked like it tonight. Oh, hey, boy, man. It I hear like a little jingle. You heard the jingle? jingle what does jingle? that mean, Joe? It means we got the goat. Are we ready to bring in the goat? Let's bring in the goat. Mm-hmm. I need some perfectly quaffness in my life Quaff right King. now. What After that 20-point L. Quaff King. Oh, my goodness. That's where he's the goat. The goat. <laughs> Give it up for the new <laughs> bells and whistles. Look at what. <laughs> Dude, Will is Joseph. <laughs> you that made was it. incredible. <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm excited. Oh. We got more where that comes from. Look Every you know, we're we're going to the moon here. See you, Bowl season three. Go talk here. Here we go. value. He's my special boy. <laughs> Joining us on the new and improved Go Talk Hotline, it's our guy Will the Go Gottlieb from the UC. Follow Will for all of his Bulls updates, news reporting, and columns. Will underscore Gottlieb on Twitter. Will Bulls drop the home opener as Shea Gilgis Alexander continues to look like a first team All NBA talent. Uh, his teammates shoot the lights out. The Bulls shoot a bunch of threes and make negative six of them. Uh, what What is your biggest takeaway from this game tonight? I mean, just everything went kind of wrong 
quite frankly. I mean, is everything they wanted to do didn't really work out. I mean, they, they shot 42 threes, which is great. That matches their season high from all of last year. So they're already playing um, with house money in that regard, but only made 12 of them, 20%. And, I mean, there was some frustration that was boiling over. I'm sure you guys talked about it. Booch and Billy got into somewhat of a heated exchange on the sideline. Uh, we talked to Billy about it, and, you know, I think – it stems from Vooch, you know, wanting more touches, but also just like wanting to establish a better style of play that leads to better offense. Um, and I think they were both pretty frustrated. And Billy, Billy and Vooch kind of said like they could have handled it better in the moment. But what Billy said that stuck with me was like, I don't think he was wrong. Like we weren't getting him the ball where he needed to. We weren't playing through him the way that we wanted to. And we weren't generating good high quality offense. So um, a lot to work on here. Obviously game one doesn't go the way you want, but I will say this, there was a players only meeting that was happening uh, after the game. They were kind of discussing and hashing out some stuff. I don't think this is supposed to be like one of those, you know, players are in heated argument in locker room and coach can't like, I think they were discussing some stuff and Billy kind of walked in. He said, you guys need some space. They said yes, and what Vooch said was like, we were really able to be constructive about it, and we were able to build on it and have a good conversation. That's something we would not have been able to do last year. Billy mentioned that as well. This was, I mean, certainly not something that you would want to run into on opening night, certainly not something that you think is already boiling over, but this is a team that's been together. They know what is going to happen if they play the way that they played, and if they revert back to their style from last year when things don't go their way. Um, so I think they are viewing this as a positive that they're able to kind of build on this and that the relationships and the bond that they have is going to be able to sort of break through some of these difficulties that they have to where they can kind of move forward and, and create something better. Uh, Will, the the backcourt play definitely uh, wasn't great for the Bulls. Uh, Kobe White and Zach Levine combined eight of 30 uh, from the field, and I believe four of 16 from from the three-point line. Um, I was, I think I was a little more surprised at Zach's uh, effort tonight and how he came out. He started with the turnovers, turnovers early, the two quick turnovers. Um, he got to the foul line early on, but and he did a pretty okay job in that second in that second half to mm -hmm. start it. He started to heat up, but just overall, just didn't have a great game, man. Like, what what shocked you about how Zach came out tonight? It was just not a rhythm game for him. He picked up three quick fouls. Uh, that kind of prevented him from getting into any sort of rhythm, like I said. Uh, I think he was like over six at the half. He barely played in the second quarter after he picked up a, a foul that was actually a challenge that got overturned um, and turned into an offensive foul on him. So it just kind of prevented him from being able to get involved in the game. He came out, like you said, in the third quarter and made a couple of shots. But at a certain point, you're just – you're struggling to kind of fight back into the game. And I think that's kind of what happened. He's a great scorer. I think we saw the way that he responded in the third quarter of him being able to bounce back from that. But like the wheels just fell off in the third quarter as a team. And, you know, I, I would need to go back and watch the film to try to determine what were the shots that the Bulls were taking that was sort of preventing them from getting into that rhythm. Uh, what was the, what was happening that led up to those shots? But it just felt like, you know, things really devolved and derailed there in that third quarter. And that's kind of just, that's when it spiraled. And that's when Vooch got heated. Um, and that's what led to the, uh, 
the conversations in the locker room after the game. Will, the, the Bulls had double-digit uh, edge on total shot attempts over OKC in this game that they lost by 20. And we've been talking about the fact that, yeah, they jacked up a bunch more threes tonight. You mentioned it being, uh, you know, the same number as their season high all of last year with 42 attempts. Did Billy say anything after this game about, well, you know, the shots weren't falling tonight, but I liked the offense we were running out there because changing this offense uh, stylistically to play at a faster pace, to get more paint penetration and kick out threes was a big emphasis for Billy and this team while they were down in training camp. What did, what did Billy make of, of their offensive effort tonight, despite the fact that they didn't shoot well? Other than the poor shooting, did he like what he saw as far as what they were running? It's a question of like process versus results, right? Obviously, the results weren't good. They shot 28.5% on threes, but did we like the way that they were getting those shots? And I think the answer is yes and no. Um, there were moments, I think, especially in the first half, they ended up fouling a bunch in the first half and putting the Thunder on the line early, which I think hurt them. Um, but I thought that they were getting the right kind of shots. I thought they were running actions to get DeMar into his spots, even if it was at the elbow. Um, but then in the second half, I think they they went away from it. They started to just jack up some threes, uh, not really as a result of paint touches and spray outs. And when that happens, I think guys got a little bit frustrated. It actually, to me, felt like as I was watching that they were looking for Booch a lot and just not being able to get him. He had some good seals, but uh, the entry passes just weren't there. Uh, or if there were, the paint was so collapsed that they just they couldn't drive off of the closeouts. Um, and I think that's, you know, we, we talked about it the other day. Like, you can't determine how the defense is going to guard you, right? You have to make the most of whatever you can. And so they shot a lot of threes because the Thunder were just packing the paint uh, but that took away the drives and it took away the spray out opportunities and it took away the foul drawing opportunities and those are all the stuff those are all the things that the bulls wanted to do so you mentioned the disparity in shots shot attempts a lot of that was offensive rebounding they had 13 offensive boards compared to five for the thunder and that's a that's a positive that's something that they really wanted to be better at so we like that but uh can they stay through say the course through adversity continue to play the way that they think they need to play in order to win. And in this game, they absolutely did not. We'll see if they can respond to it. Um, maybe it's great that they kind of got this out of the way early and now they can go 81 and one. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I think it really derailed quickly and they did not really generate the offense that they were hoping to, even though I think it was better in the first half. Mm. Uh, Will, it wouldn't be a show if we didn't have a, a Patrick Williams discussion. So uh, just wanted to know your feelings on him tonight. Uh, Eight points, three rebounds, four assists, two steals. Uh, definitely active to start the game. Uh, created his own shots, which I thought was awesome to see. Uh, but still at moments had times where I forgot that he was on the floor. I uh, thought the rebounding numbers were, were lacking. I'm not even mad at the three-point shooting. Like, we know he's a better three-point shooter than that. Uh, but what did you make of, of the game with Patrick Williams tonight? Yeah, I, I agree with you for the most part. Um, I do feel like there were some things that maybe didn't show up on the box score that he did well. He was really fighting, especially in the first half for rebounds. Uh, there was a couple that just got like tipped away at the last second or he wasn't, you know, he was boxing out, but wasn't the one that ended up with it. So obviously the number you, you'd want to see that a little bit higher. But as a group, they I thought they rebounded well. They only allowed five offensive boards. So, you know, th that's that's a team effort in a lot of ways. 
he also defended Shea about as well as he could. Um, that dude is just so freaking good. Like, it, it doesn't even matter if there's anybody guarding him. He's just one of the, those guys that, like, gets to his spot, and it's like, does the ball go in or not? Um, but I thought Pat did well to stay down on the pump fakes. Uh, he's big enough to where he can't really get moved around when Shea puts his shoulder into you and tries to create space. Uh, got a couple of deflections, had a couple of steals. I actually thought he defended really well tonight. Um but yeah, the offense, not good enough. Uh, over four on threes, 40% from the field. Um, you you want to see him do better. But I think the big thing is, yes, he, on that fr- very first play of the game, they got into their dribble weave. And instead of just like making the next handoff, he drove and got downhill and pulled up at the elbow for a jump shot. And that's great. But it's the same thing we've been talking about where he needs to get all the way to the rim. He can't just settle and pull up. I, I need to look at his shot chart, but I don't think he took a shot in the paint tonight. And if you are a guy that's betting on yourself and trying to earn a lot of money, like you need to be an efficient scorer. That's what gets you paid in this league. And the way to do that is to get easy shots at the rim and get free throw attempts. And he got neither of those. He had zero attempts at the line uh, and really, like I said, did not generate anything in the paint. So scoring, um, I, I feel maybe a little bit harsh saying that like he's not doing it the way that I want him to. But I feel like if he's going to earn opportunities, he has to do the things that he needs to do to earn those opportunities, right? It's kind of circular, but like he needs to get into the paint in order to score. He can't just rely on mid-range shooting. This is not a DeMar DeRozan situation. So um, I want to see more aggressive Patrick getting all the way downhill. I like the way that he played, um, but offensively, I thought he left a little bit to be desired. Before we let you go, Will, um, throughout preseason and then also tonight, there's been some conspiracy theories in the comments about where exactly it is you call in from when you're in the United Center. <laughs> People think you're in a bathroom stall of some kind. They think you're maybe being held captive by the Bulls. Where are you? I'm in uh, AK's office. He's he is actually sitting right across from me. <laughs> no, uh, I'll, I'll leave that a mystery. Um, somewhere in the bowels of the UC, I'll leave it at that. All right. Well, if you happen to pass by AK's office, tell him... Uh, I have, I have some opinions that he should give me a call. <laughs> uh, Bulls fans, make sure you read got, got an open invite on the show. All oh, of oh, yes Will's coverage for CHGO, allchgo.com to read his articles. Follow him on Twitter at Will underscore Gottlieb. Will, appreciate the good work, buddy. We will talk to you again on Friday when the Bulls are back in action. The quaff. Quaff King! Improve my mood. Oh, it's what he does. I mean, what improved my mood? He's move just that, so damn cute. That Joey graphic improved my mood. Oh my god, that, was that amazing ju- man! Shout the, out the new Go Talk. Clap that up for Joseph. Hey, come on, clap that up for Joseph. No claps necessary. Good I don't. Shit. You know, when Pac has a good rant, I don't clap it up for him. You know, I'm just doing my job here. But I appreciate. <laughs> just, I'm kidding just around. Just doing my job. But I'm excited uh, to know. Worse at taking compliments. I'm kidding around. You know what I'm gonna give him crap. And you're one to talk. I take compliments pretty awesome though. Please. In reality, thank you. When do I tell you? Shut up. Don't talk to me. Thank you guys. I'm excited. I'm excited that you guys liked it. And I'm excited for the first win when we could pull out our goon of the night graphic. Hmm. Yeah. Goon of the night graphic. I'm looking I'm excited to for it. I don't know what's Hopefully going on, on now. There's some, something going on here. But goon that is what night. I'm excited for. Yes, Hopefully I'm very excited. we do it on Friday. I'm ready. We're ready. And more I, graphics. I got new things. You got new to things. To the moon. Anger meter. We're ready. Hat throw might have to be, you know, I wasn't. 
just not super happy with how it looked at today. It's not going to be a little better. So, you we, know. We can keep working on it. I like Marquette right there. There goes Joey taking over the talent. <laughs> I honestly love it when that happens. Yeah. Mark, uh, you will be muted next time you join. Uh, we got to get to a couple more quick shout-outs to our sponsors. We'll uh, then, after that, wrap up. I think we got a few more Super Chats to get to as well. Uh, keep it locked here. Hit the thumb if you're still hanging out on YouTube and you didn't do it during the first ad breaks. Tonight's Bulls. Post game brought to you by our friends at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Ray! Are you in the market for a new vehicle? If you are, we've got great news because Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Fox Lake has recently joined mm -hmm. the CHGO team. Mm -hmm. At Ray CDJR, you're always able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during the Ram Power Days at Ray CDJR, only Power. in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure 0% financing or 17% off new Ram models. But that's not all. What? Through October 31st, explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of limited time seven-year anniversary savings. Seven? So, if you're in the market for a new vehicle, you have to check out the team at Ray, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Mm. Because they're the only team that we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray, CDJR, and Fox Lake or raycdjr.com today. Serving the community since 19... 63. 60. Trey. 63. You know what we like over here? Beer. God help me. You wonder. We talked about the hero bread. You said, what we getting the calories? Beer. Hit the horn, Joey. Hit it one more time because of your graphic. Beer. The true hero. The true <laughs> What a documentary. <laughs> CHGO supported by the Goose Island Beer Company. I'd watch that. Chicago's beer since... The Jordan year, which is 1988. Of course, you know that roster, y'all. The Beer Hug family, the 312 Weed L, the Full Pocket Pilsner, the Matt and Big Dave favorite. Oh, Matt, what's that can right there next to you right there? Oh, that's a Full Pocket Pilsner, huh? Dave, what you got? Oh, that's another Full Pocket Pilsner. It's the best. We love it. But, of course, also, since the leaves are falling, the weather is changing, and Joey's favorite time, which is daylight savings time, is happening right now. God damn it. Oktoberfest is going on. No cursing during ads, Joe. This is awesome stuff. You should enjoy it. You should have it. And it is delicious. So, where can you get it? Just grab her ultra fresh exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from the Tap Room in Fulton Street in West Town. It's the Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. It's Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. You know I want to say Chicago so Chicago. bad. Yeah, Chicago. Alex in the comments is asking me to throw the beer? Throw I don't the beer. throw beers. No, beer cans. I throw hats. Tossed. Throwing oh. beers is just irresponsible. You sound like a ninja star. Dangerous. Of your head, now, an an empty beer can? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you'll toss that. I watched you throw an empty beer can across our set. Like, I did. Yesterday. Yeah, it happened yesterday. <laughs> Literally yesterday that happened. Yes, it did. And it might happen again. A full beer can? That's dangerous. It's very dangerous. You're hurting people. I've done it once before. Well, okay, more than once. You've thrown a full it's, beer can? It's gone poorly once before Okay. in my life, and I felt really bad. So you actually so I try to not do it as like okay. anymore. Did it hit the floor or hit a person? It hit my friend, my college friend Kate, who was sitting like we were a bunch of us sitting in a, like a powwow circle out in the lawn. Okay, we were all you know having a J. Shout out Sunnyside, <laughs> and like I was next to like a cooler that yeah. had beers in it. Oh, and my friend Kate was okay. like, "Hey Matt, can I get a beer?" And instead of just passing it around the circle, mm -hmm. 
me i was like heads up kate and like it's pitch, <laughs> it's, it's pitch black outside right pitch black outside and i think like oh she'll she'll catch it now <sighs> i'm hanging out with my drama friends <laughs> they are not athletes i was like she'll catch it smacked her right in the forehead she fell backwards had a big welt on her oh, forehead the heads up class kate was <laughs> That's a dead giveaway. That's why you don't throw full beers inside. Heads up, Kate. Huh? <laughs> God dang, man. Yeah. No no throwing of the full beers. And do what I do. Like, when I say heads up, I, I fake it yeah. just to get you ready for it. And then I toss it. Like, you got to give them the uh, then mm -hmm. the uh. Unless it's you or me. Like, then we're just, you know, here. <laughs> you know. Toss it like that. Or Joey, too. I'll just toss it out. Would never drop a beer that you threw my way. Oh. Would oh, never. My man. Uh, Joe, we have any more Super Chats we got to knock out before we get out of here? <laughs> uh, night. Yeah. Dan Kelly, night one looks like last year. Al at home versus OKC. Yeah. Yikes. They're good. They're pretty good, bro. Uh, Schwo, Bulls exposed like they were Peck's toes. Oh, <laughs> Sandalgate. That's good. Schwo's no got a couple going That's why we lost. Perks. God damn it. McBaconator. I just have this feeling deep in my, deep Soul, in my heart, something bowels. that we may see this a lot this season. In it for a while, but let it slip away. Mm. Yeah, but stay hanging out with us. And so, we yeah, of course. Um, and then Schwo again wrapping it up. Couldn't see goats perfectly quaffed hair from my seat tonight since I moved him. Feel like that was one of, if not the biggest reason we took an out. Ooh, 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 the goat. Wait, we got to get the full story. Yeah, goat go got a different assigned seat and media seats. Yeah, the they season? they uh, they change the it up. They change it up. I think Casey and them are sitting where goat used to be sitting, and now he's you know he's further up. But there's like those corner media seats like above the tunnel entries now, and I know that they removed a bunch of the baseline media seats that used to be where most of the media sat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think and they had some of those really veteran media and some of the more VIP seats, but now those aren't there, right, and so right, Will's right. even further away. Right, split right. up from his uh. All right. Well, yeah, like I told cronies Will, on the beat. I need, I need to uh, get a strongly worded letter letter into the hands of AK <laughs> so that we make sure our to guy make Will the Goat. I really gets thought the best media seat available. I yeah. thought Goat was like because he was a little late to call in. I was imagining he was like waiting in the room to call in. All of a sudden. Billy and Vooch walk in, slam the door, screaming at each other. He's just like, uh, what do, I got I to gotta do this post-game hit. Screaming at each other. He, uh, I, I was texting him as we were heading to our second ad break, just letting him know where we were in the show. And he said then that he was. they were just now getting led into the locker room. Mm. So my guess is it's because the Bulls had a little impromptu player meeting. Yeah, yeah um, they needed to talk, man. Because like supposedly the Bulls players were heated when yeah. Billy entered the locker room. And Billy said, do y'all need a minute more to talk yeah. without me? And they said yes. And so he walked back out and they finished their conversation. Players only meeting mm. after game one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's coming up Millhouse. <laughs> 81 more, baby. Can I borrow feeling? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, Bulls Nation, appreciate you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, a lot of you watching live with us on YouTube tonight. We appreciate you. Hit that thumbs up on your way out if you haven't done so yet. Make sure you are subscribed to the CHGO Sports you YouTube brother. channel. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. You for sure broke. Brother Shout out, Brother Dave, Shout who's out, hanging out with Dave, us here for man. game one tonight. Shout out. The <laughs> other most important Dave in my life. 
it's great when both of them are hanging out with me and I got beers. Yeah. I got we had Portillos tonight. Yeah. Tonight's Bulls game was gross, but everything else about it. <laughs> yes. Hanging out with y'all, hanging out with y'all in the comments. Yep. Wonderful fun. Yes, great. Uh, we are off tomorrow. We will be back trying again on Friday. Bulls take on the Raptors, who we did see in preseason. Got a little glimpse. Yeah. That team is long yeah. as hell. As hell. Uh, another home game, so Will will be at the UC for that one as well. We will be here in studio. Thank you, Ray. Uh, until Friday, you can follow Will, as I said on Twitter, Will underscore Gottlieb. Our pal producer, Joey, bringing the heat mm. with the Go Talk hotline graphics well tonight. He is at Joey Spathis. The kids call him Joey Stash these days. Mm-hmm. Big Dave is at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Because I'm a man. We love and appreciate y'all, Bulls Nation. Rough start to the season, but we ain't going anywhere. Nope. We will talk to you Friday. Until then, much love. See you right. Be good. Happy birthday, Vicky. I love you. That's my son. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we all silly like the mayor. 